I'm talking about surrendering this episode of the Misadventurous podcast because I recently learned, <laughs> surprise, surprise, that I am very much in my masculine and it makes a whole bunch of sense because I was raised very in a masculine way. I learned a lot of my skills from a masculine perspective. So um, it's interesting that I, you know, operate by default from my masculine, which is really not the norm, I guess, for a woman. But hey, this is where I am is what I'm doing. And I want to share with you why it's important to surrender, especially in times in your business. This is the Misadventurers podcast hosted by me, Tiffany Rouge. Life is one big adventure and it all starts from taking that one teensy tiny step outside of your comfort zone. So you may already know that I recently launched my first ever digital product and it wasn't as successful as I thought it was going to be. I might have set some unrealistic expectations, but I also did a lot of work that I thought was going to be validated in ways that I understood rather than different ways. So I think my launch was definitely validated and I learned a whole bunch of things, but the outcome that I you know, was anticipating didn't happen because... I only had one person sign up to my program. Now, I was intending for there to be five. I capped it at 10 and one person signed up. So as much as I'm sort of viewing it, like I'm not looking at it as a disappointment because I learned so many different things. And if you want a bit of a recap about what happened with my launch, I urge you to go back a couple of episodes and go look for the episode called Five Things I Learned from Launching My First Ever Digital Product because you're going to learn a lot more. I'm going into a lot more detail about the key points that I take away. But that defining of success halfway into my car open was very, very important. And it really made me feel a lot more comforted, a lot safer in the work that I was doing. It made me still feel validated that the work that I was doing was right, even though I didn't have as many people pay as what I wanted. So with all of that, right? I put a lot of work into it. Like I think it was something like 60 plus pages of writing of copy all of this mental headspace in the chat box of Kajabi. Every single time I had no idea how to do something, I would just be like on the on the chat box, on the online live chat messenger box to their tech support so I could actually have some help. So shout out to the Kajabi tech support chat botters or chat people because they're actual people. Yeah, save my life this launch. Genuinely, they did. Especially because I'm using a brand new program. Like I've completely migrated over to Kajabi for my business and it's a very interesting time but it's worth it so it's all done now. So now right now I have this product that has been built that has the structure around it that I can market it and I need a break right this is where I was last week I needed to just not think about work chill and Focus on things that brought me happiness and joy, right? Because I'd spent the last three weeks staying up till 3 a.m., working over long weekend, like working over Easter to try and get this done. So for me, I got to a point where I lost sight of why I even launched this thing in the first place, right? So I, I went into my co-working space and I volunteer there and it was a great time. Like, I, you know, I, I love working there. It, it has allowed me some really beautiful opportunities, but I went there and I just like, I just could not stop crying. And I thought, what is going on? Like, 
I can't freaking stop. I need to stop crying. Like it's not the end of the world that I, you know, only one person bought my program, but I just couldn't stop. There was a lot of emotion coming out, a lot of my my fear and my limiting belief, like what if I launch it again and it's not going to, you know, it's going to be terrible. So I managed to pull myself out of it, but that was my body saying, don't just stop, take a break, rest, surrender. I was talking to a friend and he said, sounds like you need to surrender to whatever this is, whatever this process of you right now is. And so I thought about it and then I left work and I spoke to a different friend and she also said, sounds like you need to surrender. And I thought, hang on a second, that's two people telling me to surrender in one day. Okay, fine. I'm going to surrender. And I don't mean like surrender, give it all up, the game is over, like waving that white flag. I just mean surrender to whatever this looks like, whatever this becomes. And it's really important that we do surrender in our business because you can get so caught up in the masculine of the outcome of what you're achieving, of what you're looking to grow. And you can totally forget to enjoy, to sit with the lesson that is coming your way that you've just learned to actually integrate it into your mind and integrate it into your life. You can totally forget if you are so, so hellbent on just getting to that next thing, getting to that next goal post, getting to that next day. I remember there were points in my life when I was so hellbent on the one thing that I forgot to enjoy. Well, I didn't forget. I just, it wasn't in my mind. It wasn't in my capacity to enjoy the amazing opportunities that had happened to me. Like I was working in the top radio station in the UK and I was so hell-bent on working for Triple J that I didn't even utilize the fact that I was working in one of the best radio stations. Like this radio station speaks to way more people than Triple J does, but I was too focused in my masculine and living in that outcome and going, this is what I want. This will never be it. I need to go and get this thing that I just, I didn't enjoy it, right? And that's not a great way to live life because if you are constantly striving for the next and 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 the next thing, nothing's ever going to be enough. And that was what I realized when I decided to leave radio. Because for me, for a very long time, for like seven, eight years, all I wanted to do was get paid to talk on the radio. That's what I spent like the early part of my 20s doing, working towards getting a paid full-time radio gig. And sure, I'd been working in different radio stations here and there, but none of it was like a concrete, this is your show, this is your slot, you are on from 12 to 3 every single day of the week, boom, for the rest of your life kind of thing. And so... For me, that was what I worked towards and I got that and I was so ecstatic and happy that I got that and I shared a lot of that on my social media. Like for me, I understand that I am already a success because I have already worked towards one big major life thing in my life, which is getting to a point where I was a paid radio announcer and it was concrete. Here is my show. I am on 12 to 3 afternoons on Hot 100. So for me... When I got that gig, I lived it up. I spent three years just enjoying the shit out of that lifestyle because it was phenomenal. It was like, yeah, cool. I've reached the top of the hill. The top of the hill's great. There's a party going on and lots of money and lots of fun things and lots of free drinks. So, of course, I'm going to stay here for a while. But then 
I started really getting into my, well, what more? You know, like I, I'm striving for something. I like working towards something. Where else can I go? What else can I do? And I'd had a few different conversations with different people about taking the, the radio dream big because I was working in a smaller town in what you would call a regional town. So I was working up in Darwin and the natural progression for someone who works in a regional radio station is to then move to a metro radio station. So say going from somewhere like Wollongong or Darwin to somewhere like Adelaide, Sydney or Melbourne or Brisbane. And so for me, I sat with that idea and and it had never occurred to me that that was what I wanted, but that was the natural progression. So I thought, okay, maybe I should go for that. Maybe I am Metro Radio material. And so then I moved to Wollongong and I was still in that regional station. So I just kind of like took a sidestep and I thought, well, I still need to be working towards something. I still need to be hustling. I still need to be just like, you know, grinding really hard. And this is again, me working in that masculine mentality and that masculine energy my whole life. This is from the age of probably like 17 to 28, I was living in my masculine energy. And I recognize that as, you know, like I, I found it really hard to talk about my feelings. And that's a real feminine thing. And so I'm talking about the difference between masculine and feminine energy. And so where I am, I'm like full on going hard in my career. I'm like smashing goals. I'm getting nominated for radio awards. I'm speaking to the prime minister. All these amazing, beautiful things are happening to me in my life because I'm smashing it and I'm hustling. And then I go to New Zealand and things just get topsy-turvied, get turned upside down and turns out that I never wanted to work in Metro Radio and that was very evident. And so when I was told, you know, this job isn't for you in, in multiple different ways, that's the message that I got at a Metro Radio station in New Zealand, I had to take a step back. You know, it was a huge big thing. But what it taught me was that dream of Metro Radio was never something that aligned with me. It was just what the natural progression of a radio announcer was. So with all of this, right, like I'm stuck in New Zealand, not really stuck, but I'm in New Zealand and I am careerless now. And I think, wow, what am I going to do with my life? And I sat with it and I sat with it for so long that this has come through, right? Like I surrendered at that point to whatever the earth and whatever the universe was going to send to me and whatever I was going to define as my purpose. But the gift that I was given was being able to recognize the difference between when I'm living in my masculine and when I'm living in my feminine energy. And the idea of surrendering is being in your feminine energy. It's existing. It's being. It's letting things unfold as they do. It's letting flowers open up and blossom in your life. And if you're not sure whether or not you're living in your masculine or your feminine, I urge you to take a moment to sit. And next time you are sitting, you know, maybe you're at a dinner party with friends or you are heading somewhere or you're, you're, you know, you're on your holiday, something that you've had to work towards, you've had to put a little bit of thought into. So the organizing of the dinner party or the planning and the prep of going on a, on a holiday. When you're on your holiday, are you planning the next thing? When you're sitting at dinner with your friends, are you fully present and taking in what your friends are saying? Or are you thinking about what you're going to have for dinner or what you're going to have for lunch the next day? 
Because if your mind is wandering into the future, then you are sitting in your masculine energy and you're not surrendering to the female energy that wants you to enjoy life because you need a mixture of both, right? You need a mixture of the hustle and the go. Well, not so much the hustle, but the the going out there and the outcome and the goals and everything like that. But then you also need the feminine to enjoy the fruits of your labor and to sit and take it all in and go, wow, this is what I worked really hard for. This is what I have now. And I'm so freaking proud and exciting. And to do that within yourself takes courage and time to recognize it. And this is why that presence in the moment is so important. And last episode, I talk about connection and how to connect back with yourself. And if you're at a point where you are connecting with yourself, you're finding moments of self-care within your day, that's awesome, that's great. But if you are then planning the next moves... Then you need to think about how you can bring yourself back into a place within your feminine energy. And these are my three tips, excluding orgasms, because that is apparently one of the best ways to get back into your feminine energy. So take that one. Anyway, starting at number one. And that is to practice mindfulness, right? It could be mindful eating. It could be meditation. Basically, just practice bringing yourself back into the fully present moment. So We're taught often in meditation to focus on our breathing. And what will often happen for people who don't meditate that much is their mind, well, for anyone, because it happens to me all the time and I meditate every day. So what happens is your mind can wonder, right? So you start off, there's like music playing or there's someone talking to you through this meditation and you focused on what they're saying or your breath and then a thought comes in. And you start to tune out what they're saying and you'll focus on your breath and you start focusing on this thought. And it's taught that when you start losing your track of your breath or what's being said, to come back to your breath, right? To, to recognize that you are, you've lost track and that the best thing that you can do is to come back. And that what that coming back to your breath is, is it's creating awareness around your mind, around the thoughts that occur in your mind. And it makes you aware that they are just thoughts, right? So it's the same thing when you are forward planning at a dinner party about what you're going to eat tomorrow, not even focusing on the meal that you're eating with friends, right? What you can do is recognize that you have lost your train of thought and you've started daydreaming about tomorrow and you've gotten out of the present moment, but then bring yourself back into the moment and come back and be fully present and aware. And so when you are being mindful, if you can practice these little mindful moments within your day, it is a lot easier to be mindful when your mind goes off and goes wandering. On to number two, and that is gratitude. And that is like expressing it in any way that you know how. So it could be writing a gratitude list or just thinking about gratitude, about things that you're grateful for or telling someone else how much you know gratitude you have for them or for something else, right? So bringing that feeling of gratitude and happiness and gratefulness that you feel when you think of three things that you are very, very grateful for today is a feminine act. It's living within that feminine energy because it's making you appreciate what you have, sit down, take it all in and then go, wow, like this is actually so much goodness that I have in my life right now. And so gratitude is a really, really beautiful way to connect back with your feminine energy. And the final one is, of course, surrendering. 
and it takes a lot to know when to surrender. But I think the biggest thing when, you know, the, the, the time we need to surrender the most is when we feel like we are pushing that rock uphill and it just keeps rolling back down. Like there is absolutely nothing that you can do that you can push to see a different result. It's that whole thing about like a a maniac or a psychopath does the same thing over and over again and expects a different result. Well, that's the definition of insanity and that's the definition of masculine energy. Because if you keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing and you're getting the same result, you need to surrender, stop, take a break. Do other things that fill your life with joy that bring you back into the present moment. And I'm sure the clarity will come because for me, When I surrendered this week, I learned so much more about my business. Like I feel so much better about my one client and about the trajectory of where my business is going now because I took the week, like the five days, not even a full week to surrender, to stop thinking about the burden, to stop carrying the burden of what do I do next? Let that ball roll all the way back down to the hill. Because you might find that you can roll it up a different hill and it's not as tall or as high or as heavy, you know? So really, I urge you to think about when you are not in your feminine energy and when it will benefit you from surrendering. And if you're still not quite sure about the difference between your masculine and your feminine energy and you want to have a chat with someone about taking, you know, about figuring out your your feminine energy and your masculine energy, hit me up on Instagram, Tiffany underscore Rouge. I would love to have a chat with you about this. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it. Mm